And welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football with Gumbo. This is your boy, Ja. Hey, it's Dugo over here. What's going on with your head tops? Your favorite fantasy football tag team back here again. This is week 17, the championship week of the season. This is the week that we've all been waiting for. We've all been dreaming of, and uh, for some of you, you might be walking home with uh, with a nice jackpot, uh, with a nice chunk of change after Monday Night Football. Uh, so today, me and Dugo want to go ahead and discuss, uh, you know, a few things that we think you should, you know, be on the lookout for. We want to talk about some players that we like this week, but without further ado, I want to get into the week. Uh, Dugo, where you want to take it? So I think uh, we should start with some of the injuries that's kind of popped off over the last couple of days, or, you know, just have been on injury reports um, so I haven't really checked to see if he was on the injury report today, but your boy, the almighty King Honey, Derrick Henry, for some reason had a, you know, like a hip uh, injury going into this week's uh, designation for injuries. Mm-hmm. So it, in one of his press conferences today, it said that he would be uh, able to do whatever the team needs him to do this uh, upcoming weekend. So. Me as a Derrick Henry holder, me as a drafter, Derrick Henry, and redraft. Not really too concerned, I don't think, right now. He is slated to play on Thursday, so, you know, it's giving me a little, like, hey, you know, who should I be looking at to maybe uh, replace this guy? Uh, Unfortunately, there is no one to really replace Derrick Henry. But I would say if you're looking to look at direct replacements, Hassan Haskins, He's uh, that rookie out of Michigan that is currently his backup since, unfortunately, everyone else seems to be going down the wayside as well. So I would say Deshaun, or, uh, Hassan Haskins could be a direct replacement if he doesn't play. But like I said, folks, looks like he is going to play. So let's be optimistic here. I even got a bottle of honey just for King Henny. Just for D Henny. So, you know, hey, we're on the optimistic side over here, folks. A little bit more on Derrick Henry. This week he plays the Dallas Cowboys, who are one of the best rush defenses in the NFL. Uh, But moving forward into more injuries, I want to go ahead and also discuss Jalen Hurts. Yeah, dude. So it looks like he's actually, I mean, right now, when you're if you're looking at your sleeper app, it says that he's pushing to play. So I'm super excited by that. I mean, you know me, I have this guy in my redraft league. I went ahead and started Nick Foles this past week, and, uh, you know, he actually got me negative points, which was... Uh, Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. For y'all who got Gardner Minshew, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, I was not one of those lucky individuals that was able to have Gardner Minshew fill in for Jalen Hurts for me, but nonetheless, I was able to prevail, and folks, I did make it to the championship, so that's all that matters. Uh, in the case that Jalen Hurts, you know, let's say, didn't play... Uh, who are you looking to replace him with? Yeah, so um, I a couple people that come to mind. I think that I liked what I saw out of Mac Jones this past weekend. I mm-hmm. actually had him stashed on my bench, unfortunately. didn't play him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that Baker Mayfield, I thought what he did this past weekend. I mean, when you talk about that Sean McVay system, as long as you have someone who is mentally there and can actually like just physically walk through like the plays and stuff, I think that you actually can get someone who isn't as talented to, you know, actually fulfill what they're supposed to do with that quarterback position. So if you need someone to get you, like, 16, 17, 18 points, I think he could do it. I mean, if he was able to do that against the Denver Broncos defense, which has been a top-ten defense all year, 
I think going into this next week, I think he has an easier matchup. So, you know, why not say that he's going to do about the same? I don't know. Why I think, not? Yeah, I think Baker against the Chargers defense in Week 17 could easily pass for around 200 yards. I mean, you know, get a passing touchdown in there as well. I don't know how you guys might score in your leagues, but let's say you do six-point touchdowns, get you somewhere around 10. If he gets another touchdown, nice. He gets you a 15-16. Uh, but he's a guy who I think has a pretty solid floor, and uh, you kind of know what you're getting out of him. If I'm looking at any other guy outside of that, my go-to would probably be Colt McCoy. Okay. Is he playing this week, finally? He could. Okay. Uh, so he missed last week because of a concussion. So obviously, after a week or so with a concussion, you can start to practice and kind of get back into the groove of things. Uh, so there's a good chance he could potentially play this week. And if he does play, he has Marquise Brown, DeAndre Hopkins. Trey and, McBride. And he plays the Falcons' pass defense, which is one of the worst in the NFL. Right. Uh, so Colt McCoy is a pretty solid streaming option, in, in, in our opinions at least. Hey, if you guys are enjoying the episode, do us a favor and go ahead and give us a follow on whatever audio platform you're currently streaming on. It goes a long way towards supporting the show, and it lets us know that you guys enjoy the content. Uh, back to the episode. Um, but any other injuries I guess we should look into? I think that the one other person that comes to mind right now is, I don't want to be talking just about my team, but it looks like Debo Samuel as well. If you guys have Debo Samuel out there, he's trending upward. It looks like he was spotted last week jogging during practice. So it looks like this going into this week, people are expecting him to start practicing later in the week. Which, you know, he could be questionable going into this weekend. And, you know, Debo, he's a dog. So I think that this guy is going to play. And if you have him, throw him in your lineup. He's going to get you some points. I mean, right now, I think that they're going to want to try to alleviate some of the pressure off of McCaffrey going into uh, the playoffs. So Debo Samuel going to be coming back in a little fresh, obviously injured. But I think that he's going to be getting some more work. And I think that they're going to, you know, obviously watch him a bit. Mm-hmm. But, yo, I think that they want to get this offense completely rolling into the uh, into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think that Debo's going to get some work this weekend if he does play, which I'm expecting him to. Yeah. he. So for reference, Debo went out in week 14. He had a sprained MCL and also an ankle injury. Uh, so the timeline for an MCL recovery is roughly around five to six weeks. Uh, he's coming back maybe around three, so in kind of half of that time span. I think that Debo's Debo, and he's he potentially could be out there maybe as a decoy. I think he might get some touches, uh, but I think that this might be a situation in which he's starting to kind of warm up for the playoffs. If you have him, you play him. But if you have a bunch of other, you know, well-off options, uh, that's something that you kind of have to put into consideration. For sure. Do you know anything more about what's going on with uh, Christian Watson at all? I know that he had that hip injury. Doesn't sound like it's too serious, but do you think he's going to be playing this week? He's day-to-day right now. Right, right. So that's what was reported earlier today. LaFleur basically said that it's going to be day-to-day for the rest of the week. He might play. Okay. Uh, That's one of those things to where we record this thing, you know, pretty early in the week. Uh, So by the time you guys might hear this Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, there might be new news. Uh, But as of right now, I would lean yes. 
I would lean yes just because of the Packers needing to win the last two games to get into the playoffs. For sure. So do you think that with his injury that maybe a Romeo Dobbs could possibly start getting some more work like he was beforehand? Or I guess how would you play those two rookies going forward? Uh, I like Watson. I think you have to play Watson if you got him. You need that firepower and an important matchup at the end of the year. And I think that uh, Alan Lazard is someone who was starting to kind of get some more run last week. Mm-hmm. He was a guy who started to get way more targets than he typically got. And he had a pretty productive day. I think he had something around four to five catches. And uh, he made some big plays at the end of the game against the Miami Dolphins. Right. So I think Alan Lazard is someone that you have to play if Christian Watson were to be out. But if Watson's in there, you fire you fire him up. Outside of that, though, I'm not, I don't feel confident. Starting Dobbs or really any other Packers pass catcher. Okay. I feel like it's a little bit too sporadic. Uh, if you have better options, if you have someone more reliable, if you have a guy on your bench like uh, Jahan Dotson. I'm, what about what about Russell Gage? Would you start him over uh, Romeo Dobbs or Alan Lazard maybe? Russell Gage gets the Panthers. Obviously, J.C. Horn is out, who wouldn't be shadowing him anyways. But, you know, that, that pass defense got a little bit weaker. They're going to have to start playing, moving guys around. I think that he could have a productive day against the Panthers. The last two weeks, he has 13 catches on 18 targets. Uh, so he's looking at about nine targets a game. I mean, that's over the last two games. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit. I think that he could probably be good for around 10 points. Okay. I think it's a solid start if you need somebody to spot in for, let's say, a Romeo Dobbs. For sure, dude. I I fully agree with you on that. One person has also been, you know, I, I was off by a week on this guy, but Isaiah Hodgins went off again this week, dude, and I feel like he's actually going to be the one for the Giants going forward this year. So if you do need another, you know, this guy is literally going to be on your on your waivers. This guy is owned in 7% of leagues, guys. And this guy just got 19 points over the Vikings. He's going to be going against the Colts, which has been a very bad defense this year. I honestly think that he could have another big game where he's putting up double digits. So, he got a lot of targets, too. Yeah, man. So I think if you guys do need another, you know, someone that you can throw in, throw in the flex, or if you're just trying to spot a wide receiver because, hey, you're, you know, going for third place, your boys just keep getting injured, I think Isaiah Hodgins could be a nice little spot start to hopefully get you that money. Are you playing him week 17 against the Indianapolis Colts? I would, yeah. I mean, if I had him on my team and if I needed a spot start, I think that I would uh, I would throw him in there. Now, the Colts have a pretty good pass defense. Uh, so, like, if you play on sleeper, the Colts would be considered, like, a red matchup. Yeah, I mean, I understand completely, but what I've been seeing just personally out of the Colts last couple weeks, I mean, they gave up 33 uh, or 36 straight points against the Against Vikings. the Vikings, yep, true. They also just gave up a bunch of uh, tossing yards against the Chargers, it seemed like. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just gives me a lot of red flags. It seems like, you know, maybe they get to the quarterback, they get a couple sacks, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem like they're – like that great of a defense. I mean, regardless of what their sleeper rating says or whatever. Yeah, they let up a lot of points the last three weeks um, against the Cowboys, the Vikings, and the Chargers. The Giants this week, would I start Hodgins? I think if I had to, yeah. 
I, I think if I had to, I would do it. But you have to understand that that comes with an increased level of risk. Yeah, it definitely um, comes with risk. But I think that if you're looking at the Giants, I mean, you have Darius Slayton who's going to be out there. And other than that, you don't really have much for notable pass catchers. And Dabble is trying to get to the fucking playoffs. And if that means that he's tossing the ball with Danny Dimes, he's going to be passing the ball with Danny Dimes. And Isaiah Hodgins has been playing like the one on that team lately. So if I need someone to get me some points, it's going to be him. All right, so I want to go ahead and get into starts of the week for week 17. Uh, Dugo, did you have a guy that you think can go out there and get you more than 15 points, guarantee, lock it in uh, during this Week 17 championship trial? Yeah, I think that this one's going to be a little more interesting than a couple of uh, you know, a couple of ones I've had in the past couple of weeks. Okay. But what you got? I think uh, George Pickens. I think him against this Baltimore Ravens defense this week is going to be something that we're going to be talking about for the next couple of years. George Pickens is going to be a staple in this uh, Steelers offense for years to come. And you know who knows that? Tomlin knows that. Harbaugh knows that. And Tomlin wants to make sure that Harbaugh knows that early and often. And so I think going against this lower-ranked defense, I mean, it seems like the Baltimore Ravens, they have a bunch of big names, but they just don't play like great football together. And so I think that because the Steelers are going to be biting at the bits to get another win so they can keep Tomlin's streak of not lose or uh, not losing season, you know what? I think that Pickens is going to go out there. He's going to ball the hell out, and mm-hmm. he's going to get a touchdown. He's going to get a couple, like, you know what? I think that Pickens is going to go for over 100 yards and get a touchdown. For right. sure. For right. sure. I like it. Uh, you know Okay, take Pickens. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the running back. Okay. I'm gonna go with the guy who I think is gonna be a pretty high draft pick next year. Uh, this is the first year that we've seen him play. This is the first year that we've seen him integrated into the offense, and he has, by all means, probably surpassed a lot of our expectations. Oh. The current RB eighteen in fantasy football, Travis Etienne, I oh. think is gonna have a crazy week in Week Seventeen against the Houston Texans. Oh, against the Texans. I think the Jags are, you know, prepping for that, uh, you know, end-of-season matchup. But I think that this is the game in which ETN, hopefully the Jags can get up early. Uh, but ETN can go out there, have a great game, and, uh, you know, provide this offense with the warmed up, ready-to-go threat during that Week 18 clash, uh, you know, with the uh, Tennessee Titans. Facts, dude. Yeah, I, uh, I think that he's definitely going to go off. I mean, we've seen... The, you know, what the rushing defense for the Tikes or for the Texans can go up. Yep. We've been following it all year, obviously with D. Honey. You know, I've always had him. So, yep. you know, man, I'm I'm excited to see what he's able to do though. If he's able to go against the Dallas Cowboys, D. Honey, that is. Yeah, like ETN is averaging around four point nine yards per carry. I think this is a game where he gets twenty rush attempts. You do the math on that, it's about 100 yards, and you're also talking about him playing one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, so he could see a surplus, you know, see some bigger runs here and there. I think he's a guy that's locked in for around 100 yards, probably falls into the end zone, which he doesn't do often, uh, but he also sees some work maybe out of the backfield as well. All right, but that's all we got for you guys this week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. 
Uh, so this will be our last episode of the season. We'll be coming back to you guys in a few months uh, as we, you know, proceed into the rookie drafts. And you guys start needing, you know, the information to go ahead and build up your uh, rookie draft outline and all that kind of stuff. Um, but until then, follow us on Twitter, Gumbo underscore pod. And follow us on Instagram at the Gumbo Pod. Hey, uh, might be dropping some interesting projects coming out that aren't related to fantasy football. Be on the look for those if you guys are interested mm-hmm. in, uh, you know, hearing more of our shenanigans. Uh, appreciate y'all tuning in this past season. Yep. Best of luck this championship if you are in there. Otherwise, great job this season. We'll see you next. Love y'all. Peace. Happy fishing. Yep.